Welcome to the Thursday show. We've got two matches, or match and a game, to preview for you tonight. The match being volleyball, the game being women's basketball. The latter we'll have on USF Bulls Unlimited. We'll also tell you about the volleyball match against SMU at 5 o'clock. Won't have coverage of that. We've had every single one of their home matches on the air this year and a couple of road trips I made, but just don't have enough time in the window to go with a 5 o'clock volleyball match and know that we'd be able to be on the air for women's basketball at 645, which we will be for Jose Fernandez's team against Alabama State. We'll preview that action for you in our second block. We will tell you about a new sport coming up here in a couple of minutes also. Yesterday was National Signing Day for many sports, and you're going to hear a lot of names of future Bulls coming up in our second segment as well. Later in this block, some of the football press conference sound bites that we didn't have room for in yesterday's show. Remember, it was a full doubleheader of basketball with highlights and postgame interviews to recap, so we just kind of ran out of time, but I thought Jeff Scott said some great things, and you'll get to hear those along with Antonio Greer as it's being Veterans Day, how special this game is to him specifically. But first, you know, anytime there's a new sport added at USF, it's probably going to be the first story. Hey there, Bulls Nation. Michael Kelly here with an exciting announcement regarding the USF Athletic Department. Beginning in the spring of 2024, we will be adding the sport of women's lacrosse to our portfolio of of sport offerings. Lacrosse is a greatly growing sport here in the state of Florida, and now in the NCAA Division I status, there are over 117 programs, and we're excited to play a role in that. So get ready. Look forward to seeing out here in 2024 when we add women's lacrosse to USF Athletics. Go Bulls. How about that? That's a first on Bulls Beat. This is year number five of Bulls Beaten. I can vouch since my memory's okay the first time we've had a sport added during the show here. Yeah, it'll be in 2024. They're actually in the announcement there was made in Corbett Stadium. That's where they'll start playing. And then they will have an on-campus stadium that they'll actually build for lacrosse in the future. Well, if you go to the University of Tampa, you know they built that stadium several years back. University of Florida recently added lacrosse and has become a national power in it and of course at the high school level it's become an add to so many schools around the state so the momentum towards adding women's lacrosse was built in various prongs there so we are a ways away from having more details like who's the coach that'll be early in the next calendar year the american athletic conference is one of those conferences that pulls in from other leagues. In other words, they have satellite members for this particular sport. If you didn't know, the Florida Gators have been the dominant force in the American in the cross. Right now, six teams play. Uh, One of them will be bolting for another conference, so we won't even talk about Cincinnati as a future conference opponent of the Bulls. The actual quote-unquote American Athletic Conference teams that we know are East Carolina and Temple. Temple just won its first NCAA tournament game this past season. They made it to the second round. The Gators made it to the national quarterfinals. East Carolina's program started up in 2018, and the other two teams that play the sport and, again, are satellite members of the conference for it are Vanderbilt and Old Dominion. And who knows, by 2024, the American could grow as far as its membership. The ACC dominates this sport. Boston College actually won the last championship nationally, and The top four, the final four teams, were all from the ACC. 117 schools now. A few more have been added in the last year. And again, by the time the Bulls play, there'll probably be more. I was interested when I saw, you know, men's lacrosse, you're just so used to the teams being the same every year. Johns Hopkins, Virginia, Duke, Syracuse, etc. And 
I didn't realize that only 68 schools played men's lacrosse, but about double that play the women's sport. And now USF added to that group. We'll talk more about it as we get closer to it, but whenever we get a chance to give you more details on what's coming up. And yes, if you know me, if you can hit me up, if you see me walking around and you know a little bit more about lacrosse than I do, there's a good chance of that, by the way, start to bone me up on the details because I plan on still being here in a few years and maybe calling play-by-play for that sport. So right now it wouldn't be pretty, but we have time to get ready. That's exciting. Women's lacrosse. If you want more details, head to GoUSFBulls.com. And also, if you pay attention to that article, you see that there is a plan to add perhaps another women's sport. Right now, total sports at the school, 20, 11 for the women, 9 for the men. And I kind of happen to know what might be the next one, so not to give anything away, but just think about a sport that is made to be played in Tampa Bay. There we go. So for now, it'll be the third program in the state of Florida Division I anyway, Gators we mentioned, and a team that actually gave a welcome to the sport. Nice little tweet to the Bulls. That is Stetson. Next two sports to hit their courts tonight, volleyball and women's basketball. We'll talk about those in our next segment. Also, there's baseball, free green and gold World Series. In fact, it starts today at noon at the baseball stadium, and you can come on by and check out the Bulls if you want. We'll give you more on that in our second segment. But yeah, I said there was some good stuff from the Jeff Scott press conference. First of all, if you need a pep talk on coming out to see the game on Friday night, we'll save that for tomorrow. And by the way, national stage especially heightened because of the fact that Cincinnati's just outside the top four in the playoff committee's eyes. A lot of people will be watching. But you know, we had the Brad Cecil comment on maybe the entire offensive line coming back. I think this is no small thing, especially considering two and seven record, that it sounds like every senior that could move on could actually stay again it's not there's no uh, uh consolation prizes and uh, moral victories and there's, there's none of that going on um but what i do know and again i've been a part of this in 2008 2009 2010 at clemson in the early years you know you, you see signs uh before you actually you know it, it takes off completely on the field and um you know, we, we got a lot of seniors. I met with a lot of the seniors this week, a lot of guys that uh, we were given an opportunity for them to come back, and, and I'll, I'll let them all make their decisions and, and make it known in the past and all that. But I can just say this. Uh, it was unanimous uh, individually in the one-on-one meetings with these guys that have been here for four or five uh, years. I mean, they, they all – I mean, it was like just the exact same message from all of them uh, that they know that we're close and, and they want to be back next year. They want to finish this year, and then they want to be back next year to really – you know, see it completely take off for a full season. So uh, this isn't just me trying to, you know, keep guys positive and just finish the year and then figure out, I mean, just there's a real. And I, I would hope that somebody objectively could turn on the TV and, and uh, watching the first half of that game last week, I'm not sure you knew which team won seven in a row and which team's coming off a very difficult season. To me, that's the biggest compliment uh, that I can give to our guys right now is, um, you know, they haven't allowed the discouragement and, and uh, difficulties of the beginning of the season affect how hard they work and how hard they come out and play. And if you can have that, like that, that allows you to, to be able to take the next step. But when you're this way, right, and up and down and up and down, then, then it just, you know, you're, you're a lot further away. So we're not there yet. Uh, we're getting closer. It's frustrating. We all want it to be right now. Uh, but the reality is uh, when you're developing a program for a long term, 
it's a little bit longer than when you're just trying to build a team and, and you know, do whatever you can do to, to win in one year. And so I think um, even though we're disappointed with the record, uh, there's a lot of uh, internal optimism uh, for how we could have the opportunities we're going to have to finish this season and, and beyond. Before we get to our next soundbite, remember the anecdote he had yesterday about you know being asked to be on the track team and then realizing there's a difference between 50 meters and 100 meters. He still got that track star in him because he was sprinting off the practice field. I was there to get my interviews with coaches Spencer and Wise. Maybe he was trying to go corral in some future bulls, but yeah, I was pretty impressed with uh, Coach Scott. That's the first time I've seen his athletic prowess in motion, but back to his words and talking about the motion of the team. Actually, Pat Zier of the Lakeland Ledger had a pretty good question. If you can understand it here, he's kind of not on mic, but he does say basically that the Bulls against a team like Cincinnati, the key is to try and not act like Superman, just try and do what you've been doing, and will that be enough? I love this exchange. This is mainly used in baseball, but baseball is a phrase, stay within yourself. Yeah. Don't go out there and try to hit a home yeah. run if you're not a home run here. Yeah. How important... Yeah. Is that to this team to tell them to say, okay, don't try and be super. You got our locker room bugged right there. That was a part of my part of my message last week was we don't need to do any super thing, out of body experience, uh, you know, performance to have a chance to win. We just really need to be the best version of ourselves, and uh, we we have. Uh, some guys that have worked extremely hard, and, and that's really all I want them to do is be the best version of them. But you're exactly right. I think where you make a mistake is you start pressing, right? And that's what I have to tell Timmy a little bit. Like, hey, you're, you've got a chance to, to really uh, have a big uh, impact on the outcome of this game, but we just need you to, to drive the car. We don't need you to try to go make the throw and the catch for the wide out or to be able to go make every play down the field. You know, you just do your job and everybody be committed to doing that. And, and again, it's not something we're telling the guys and, and hoping that they may see. I mean, these guys have seen it. We, it's not like we haven't uh, performed. We just haven't done it for four quarters, ultimately. But you can go back and outside of the first game uh, against uh, NC State, I really think since that game there's been at least two quarters. And again, this, like we said, fourth top 20 team where we've shown that, that whenever we're executing, we can compete with anybody on our schedule. And I believe that same uh, could be said for this Friday. Uh, but we have to do it for four quarters. But that, that's a great point. Uh, we don't need guys pressing and, and trying to do uh, things outside of, of what we're asking them to do and what they're capable of doing. And one more from that press conference, as promised, it being Veterans Day. Antonio Greer and the special meaning of that for him personally. I have a lot of, a lot of family members you know, in, in the service. Um, I lost my uncle um, in the service. And um, my, aunt, my aunt just came to last week's game. I haven't seen her in about seven, eight years because she was in um, service. And I'm grateful to have this opportunity to play football for for us to be able to see each other. You know, um, I'm just grateful to have this opportunity. But, um, man, it's, it's, um, it's tough, you know, growing up when you have, you know, people going away as a kid, not knowing where they're going. Uh, Mom and dad don't want to tell you where they're going because you're such a, such a kid. But you get older and they know that, you know, they're going out fighting for the country or, you know, doing what's best for them and what's best for us, me especially. And um, being taught a lot of things as, as I've gotten older, I was able to look back and understand um, my childhood of, of why things happened the way they did. And it was because of um, my, my family going to um, fight, fight for this country. So, um, man, this is a big game for me. I have a lot of family um, coming from Connecticut, Jacksonville, just all over. Um, coming to this game and specifically for 
because they're saluting, saluting them. So um, I, I can't wait um, for the game and um, can't wait to see the smiles on their faces. And this actually brought a smile to my face. We didn't have this on Monday's show. In fact, this is old audio from late Saturday. It's Houston's head coach, Dana Holgerson. And it's funny, it's the same thing that we're doing with women's basketball being upset. Not really upset, but not satisfied after a win. And you're just thinking about your own team. You're not thinking about the other side. And Jose Fernandez's comments you'll hear on our next block. You know, he does acknowledge the other team, Texas Rio Grande Valley, played well. Well, Dana Holgerson, it was the same thing. He was not happy with his performance. But then when he got to that point in this address to the media where he started talking about the Bulls, listen to his first comments specifically about Timmy McLean. You know, defensively, we couldn't get there. That quarterback, God dang, man, that kid's going to be special. I, I, you know, those, those, I, look, South Florida played their tail off. We knew it was going to be a battle. This place was electric now. It's homecoming. They had a lot of people here. They were juiced up. They play hard. They always play hard. They battle. You know, they, they, I give them a bunch of credit. I mean, they're, they're on the right track. Told you that would bring a smile to your face. Coming up next, we will preview tonight's volleyball and women's basketball action. And also, yeah, tell you about some new Bulls that were added officially to the fold on signing day yesterday. Stay tuned. This is Bulls Beat.